Because apparently if you eat peanut butter, it means you're good in bed or something. So I'm going to be talking about that. got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creative. Being around dreamers and being around risk takers, um, people that really kind of go out there and say what they mean to say and, you know, um, put kind of 100% into these dreams that I suppose to the outside world just seem kind of crazy and ridiculous. So I love that feeling and I love being around others that kind of have that same energy. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Project Creative where we've had some amazing guests in the past episodes and this one is all about their best bits. Welcome on board, let's party. In the beginning we had some connection issues. Have you got a microphone? Because I, I can't hear anything you're saying. Where? <laughs> you can't hear me either? There we go. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Um, now I have the opposite problem again. Sorry. Oh, and I think you're muted now. So I don't know what you've just done. But yeah, it's coming up with the microphone mute signal. <laughs> And not like, what have I possibly done? Oh my god, it's working! Okay, so I can see you, but I can't hear you. <laughs> you are, you are actually lagging a little bit. Not I was, I just sent you a photo. I was like, I promise I'm here. <laughs> oh, here we go. There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> and we even had some chat before the show started that didn't quite make it into the same episodes. Rewind. Hello. Hello, hi, my name is Tammy. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks. I've had a busy day. Yeah? Who have you been talking to? Uh, you, yesterday. <laughs> oh. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been busy. But, um, but nah, it's good. Yeah, a couple of other people as well. But yeah, you're the first one. And I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. I've not, haven't really oh, gone God. through this before. <laughs> oh, pressure. Oh, well, hopefully I can just set a low bar so everyone else can always just highly achieve over what I've done. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so late. I was like still driving here. And then I had to walk up a big hill and then I had to go have some water and I'm still slightly puffing. <laughs> I'm so impressed with you right now. That is so epic. <laughs> That's not working. Um, maybe I'll just rest it here. And what was your name? Because I was trying to find your name on Instagram. I was like, I, I don't know what your name is. I just know it's Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's me. Hello, if you're listening, it's me. <laughs> and I needed to work a little bit more on my interrupting skills. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Never why do you really... love it so much? I'm sorry. I, uh, no, 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 no. Um, um, oh, multiple reasons. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is there a presented like? Sorry. Um, what <laughs> steps did you? Sorry. <laughs> um, but this one wasn't my fault. What do I like? Unfortunately. What do I cross over in one minute? Me? Give me the biggest fright in my life. Could you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Thanks, Pipsy. We also had some embarrassing stories to tell. 
Fair one for you. I did swear once by complete accident, um, which is, of course, a big no-no on radio, which kind of still baffles me where, because I did night radio for five years, and um, the fact that you can swear after like 8.30, I think it is, or 9 o'clock on television, but you can't swear on radio, it really irks me, because I'm like, why? What's the difference? But um, but anyway, this actually happened at 7 o'clock, so even if it, that was the rule, then I still <laughs> But I accidentally said the C bomb because I was trying to say, <laughs> um, I was trying to say, uh, you're listening to the biggest countdown in the country. But I ended up saying, uh, this is the biggest first syllable of the word country. This is the first, this is the biggest C bomb. And I just stopped talking and I'm like, what, what did I just say? <laughs> and, um, and luckily, I didn't get in trouble for it. I think people have done a lot worse. It was, very, it was a very innocent mistake, but I was very, very embarrassed. Because I, um, I like to think I'm a true professional, and I don't like making mistakes. And so when you drop an accidental C-bomb, panicked, but we were okay. We were all right. <laughs> oh, it's got to be. I mean, the one, the most public one has to be guest bedroom number one. I look back, first week of the show, and I just think, what were we doing? Like, <laughs> Judges were right to score us lowly. I look back and I just think that is the worst room design. Like we just, because we just, we naturally assumed that it was going to be mostly about the renovation and you know going crazy and doing all these colors. And we set a really hard task for ourselves, like have, having never really painted a room inside before, and um, not to mention a three meter stud. Um, with like super high ceilings and everything and it just ended up being very muddled and embarrassing and I look back and we only had like four cushions on the bed and oh I'm just I'm just like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah I did so many um, yeah like look I mean every time I get on stage something something happens but um <laughs> I think I think most recently I probably, I'm trying to tell the story without offending anyone, but I, um, I played a bit of a tour um, around Texas and went into a really kind of deep, deep part of the South where I don't necessarily obviously understand or have, had, have been exposed to the same kind of upbringing just in the way of like um, you know, going to church and, um, you know, having, having such like strong ties to the Bible and things like that. So I kind of just misread my audience and got on stage and, you know, threw in a few F-bombs, like played Botox, which I was a little bit of a, like, I, I guess it would be considered a risque song and it just really didn't go that well. I just felt like I, yeah, I could see from the audience faces that they were like, what is this girl think she <laughs> thinks she's doing? <laughs> um, so so that was, a, that was a little bit of a weird feeling, although it kind of, it kind of turned into a, um, a positive end of the night because one of the women, you know, um, came up to me afterwards and she actually came up and said, Thank you so much for speaking to issues like feminism and equality. That's something we need to hear a lot more of. And so I felt like at least there was one person in the audience that could kind of 
get where I was coming from and know that I wasn't trying to offend anyone. <laughs> I feel like I'm such an extrovert, which always puts me into positions to be embarrassing myself on the daily. Like on air, I just, I'm just always embarrassing. Like if you listen to my show, I'm constantly saying the wrong words, making up my own words, um, saying things I shouldn't. And I think, I don't know. I would, yeah, I guess I can't really think of anything that's like proper embarrassing that springs to mind right now, but I feel like just listening to me on the radio is quite embarrassing. But I also feel like that's quite, <laughs> I also feel like, I don't even know if I can say this about myself, but I feel like that's also what makes me a little bit more lovable. It's like, oh, she's just a bit of a, she's just a bit of a ditz to be fair, you know? There was one time um, I was taking photos at a 21st and, um, I was wearing heels and I tried to take a photo but I kind of like slipped and I fell on my back in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't the best. That was probably the worst, yeah. And then everyone's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like the way I fell, I like pulled my camera up in the air. So I'm holding my camera, but I fell backwards onto my back and they're like, you fell the most weirdest way. I'm like, I had to protect the camera. But yeah, flashing the 20, everyone at the 21st probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> Like, I, there was the one time I couldn't find my shorts because I had stockings on because it was winter time. But, like, I couldn't find, like, shorts. Oh, no. So, it's just like, oh. Did you take a photo as you were falling? <laughs> no, that that's what they asked. Like, did you take a photo? I was like, no. I've been I've been lucky, luckier than others to not have some really embarrassing moments on air. But I'm sure there will come a day where there'll be something. <laughs> so, I guess I've just got to wait. Yeah, we'll find out uh, one day whether that happens to you or not. Yeah, ask me in a year's time and maybe I'll have an answer. I might not have had some, but Steph had a second for us. One of the one of my favourites was Justin Bieber, just because I was so starstruck and I started sweating and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. And he came over and gave me a hug and then all of my makeup <laughs> on my face like wiped onto his white t-shirt from the sweat as he was hugging me. So that was um, that was definitely a standout moment. It was definitely one of my most awkward and embarrassing moments. <laughs> I was so scared. Is that, um, is that a sweat moustache that's uh, starting to go there? Don't you bloody bring up my sweat because when I'm nervous I sweat Justin and I apologise. Really? That's what that is on your forehead. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. no. Is that a vein coming out, Steph? Oh. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Hey, I'm just messing with you. Come on. Oh. No, I'm so Give her a wee hug. I'm going I'm actually crying now. I think he's um, alright. It'll come out. It's Don't fine. Don't cry. Yeah. And some advice from our one and only Tammy Davis. Oh, you know, you get asked to do embarrassing things all the time, but you know, when if you if you if you're operating from a character's point perspective, then you're not really kind of. I mean, in radio, you get asked to do stupid stuff all the time. Far out the amount of times you've been, hey man, let's do this. This would be really funny. <laughs> the only person who's going to look like a dick in this situation is me. <laughs> You know, you know, and yeah. when you and when you first get into radio, you're like, yeah, man, let's do this cool, crazy <laughs> shit. And then you're like, I look like a effing idiot. Why have you guys convinced me that thing? But if you if you kind of, I think, it's just about embracing all of those things. And they were even asked what they'd do if they weren't in their creative fields. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't. You know, because the radio industry is so fickle, you will you can't quite. There's, you know, job security sometimes isn't guaranteed. So I have had that thought to myself of if I were to be let go or fired or I decided to leave, what would I do? 
and the answer is always nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the only job experience I have before radio is working in burger fuel. So maybe that. <laughs> Um, back to Burger Fuel. <laughs> yeah, back to Burger Fuel. I didn't mind it. I mean, I, there was 17 last time I was there. Um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe the police force, that cons- I considered oh. it. But I think the fitness test is where I'd trip up. And then, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've got it. You've got to stop bad guys. And I feel like bad guys would take one look at me and go, all right. You're not going to stop me. So maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm too sensitive to be a police. Yeah, I'm too sensitive to be a police officer. So um, <laughs> again, ask me in a year because I might have left my job by then. So I can give you an might answer. Be a police officer. <laughs> maybe. Oh, that's really hard. Um, I probably, honestly, I'd probably be into journalism because when I started advertising, um, and I actually specialised in copywriting. So writing. Um, yeah, writing. I'm obviously better at writing than I am talking. But um, yeah, no, I, I love writing. I love being able to sit down and sort of nut something out and yeah, put pen to paper. If you decided not to do radio, would you continue with your sports journalism um, career? No, I think that ship has sailed. I'm not that into sport really anymore. I do love playing sport, but um, but geez, you ask me who a silver fern is these days, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, yeah, nah, I used to be so into it. Not anymore. You ask me anything about pop music and I'll be able to tell you the answer, but not sport anymore. But I think if I if I wasn't doing radio or media at all, I think I'd I really, really love languages. I um I always, I wanted to be a linguist when I was like really like like early days high school. I just thought like knowing so many languages and being like a translator for the UN or something would just be so cool. And so I took French all the way through school. Um and I did a little short exchange there, um, which I, I just loved the language and I loved the culture. And um, and I think, yeah, if I wasn't doing radio, I would try and become fluent in French and then I'd become some kind of like French teacher or like some kind of translator or something. I think that would be really cool. I love it. That's so cool. That's so different. Far out. Yeah, I love languages. I'd love to learn Italian or like Spanish or any one of those like European languages. I just think they're just so beautiful. Portuguese? Portuguese, anything. I'd love. I'm so jealous of of anyone who's bilingual. And I worked for uh, I, I worked with Marty for like five years on the night show on the Edge, and he's bilingual. His parents are Dutch, and so he his first language is Dutch. He's from New Zealand, but he, he when he was younger, his parents talked to him in Dutch. And um, and I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of him being able to do that. Like I just think people who are bilingual are so lucky. I want to do that one day. That's like on my like life goal bucket list is to be fluent in another language. What are you up to right now? I don't know. I feel like where I'm, where I am right now is a really great place, and I'm really like I feel like I'm in this really exciting adventure because it's it's just the start. Like I just feel like it's just the start. I've only been doing this for three years. You know, I'm newly on on George Days. I think I've only been I've I'm not even been in the show a year yet. So it's like this 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 world that I'm in right now. It's like it's all just it's just at the start, and it's, it seems really exciting and bright and, and new. And I'm learning heaps, and I'm and I'm meeting lots of people, and I'm growing so much as a human. So I just feel like I can't see myself anywhere else, and I'm really glad I don't have to be anywhere else. Like I'm really quite happy in my little spot now. Gosh, I have no idea. Probably something else creative. I feel like I was always going to do something 
that I do myself. I love the control that I have. I love that I can just wake up in the morning at six and work on my prints or I can stay up late in the evening and work on it. Like it's just up to me. And if I want work and I want to get paid from it, then all I have to do is go out and find it. Like it's hard work, definitely, but it's completely up to me. I'm not relying on other people. And I think I like that. And that's something that I'm always going to strive for whether or not that is working in prints or thrift or whatever else it is, I think I'll always just be attracted to that kind of life. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's an interesting question. I think I would probably would just go and do something that was like heavily revolved around the environment. Um, could be anything from like a scuba diver instructor to just actually getting in there and trying to help out with some great organization um but you know i think whatever happens um I'll, I'll always be writing songs you know whether it's in the industry or not i think yeah <laughs> she's I, I really don't know that's i've never been asked that question before um if i could i would hmm my daughters haven't had any kids yet if money was an issue i'd probably just travel and um, wait for my daughters to have ch children and then be a granddad. Aww. Yeah, I think that would be like the ultimate. Be a granddad. Yeah. Exciting. Have a vegetable garden. Oh yeah. Yeah, Do I've got it. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. But <laughs> you want a bigger one? Yeah, just a big vegetable <laughs> garden and stuff, and you know, like some lambs and stuff. And, oh, cute. You know, maybe yeah. a chicken and a pig. Have a little lifestyle block. Yeah, and spider called Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no, something simple, you know, yeah. simple life. I like my, my parents live up north, close to the beach, and I think they kind of get it. And when asked about advice, Tammy Davis had this to tell. Yeah, fuck everyone. <laughs> no, no, just jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> If you decided not to do radio or Tammy acting. Tammy Davis' yeah. awesome advice. Well, Tammy Davis said, fuck you, man. What's that, Mouse? What did you just say? You're an intern here? Go fuck yourself. Tammy Davis reckons, fuck it. Jeez. What's that? Sorry, Mouse. I got away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then he came in with some real advice. Um, uh, Just be patient. You know? Like, I think... um. I think, yeah, and be open, you know, not, you know, I mean, nothing you do is going to be, you know, if, if, you, if you're making your own stuff, that's what kind of, you know, will identify you and, and, and make you stand out of the crowd. But, you know, most ideas are just, you know, someone's, there's someone, the, what you're thinking right now, someone else is thinking that same thing and doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, we're not the only people doing this right now in the world, eh? Yeah. There's some student out there who's talking to someone else, who's someone who they know, who they've asked her to come in, and they're doing the same thing that we're doing. Exactly the same thing, except they're just not me and you. Yeah, crazy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. And, that, and and when you understand that, you can... But what's special is that it's me and you. That's what makes it special. That's good advice. And that, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's, oh, anyway, that's what that's what I think. That's good advice. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, for radio, any yeah. advice to getting into radio? Oh, just be yourself. Good. I think, yeah, just, um, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, just, just be yourself. And there's no, 
I don't think there's any, you know, like, yeah, great, you know, there's no kind of right way and wrong way to do it. Yeah. However you want to do it, just do that. Yeah, and be nice to people. Awesome. Yeah, cool. that's pretty much, you know. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't treat your listeners like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Even though heaps of them are. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. nah, just jokes, just jokes. We also heard some great advice from our other guests as well. I think, um, I mean, with every job, it's got its pros and cons. I mean, you look at, when you think of radio, you think of just the on-air personalities. I would consider, I mean, I'm sure you can testament to this with you being in a broadcasting school class, is, you know, at the start of the year, they always go, who wants to be an announcer? And pretty much everyone's hand goes up because they don't know that there are so many other jobs. I mean, my job as a producer, I've only been doing it for three weeks, but it's very fulfilling because you're part of a team. And even though you're not the one saying the ideas, you can then pitch ideas and they get put out on air, you know? So it's quite fulfilling if, that, if you want to scratch that creative itch. Um, so definitely, if you are considering radio, branch out because there are lots of awesome parts of it, lots of cogs that make the machine work. But then maybe another thing as well is to just sort of, not be careful, but it is a very fun industry, but it is also a very fickle industry. And it's one of those things that you've got to be relevant. And the moment your company feels like as if you're losing touch a little bit, then they can sort of drop you, you know, they can just drop you like that. So not saying have a backup, but I'm saying maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket because I've seen a lot of people who have been working in the industry for a long, long time and either they've left because they don't enjoy it anymore or they love the job but they've just been let go and they've really scrambled to land on their feet so i guess throw yourself into it absolutely but just know that you know it does have its downsides i guess but like that every every job has that i guess uh, yeah i mean i don't know if that's the most inspirational answer <laughs> <laughs> No, it's right. It's good. It's putting things into perspective. So yeah, it's really nice. I mean, for me, it's hard because I, my advice, uh, it's tricky because I, when I went to school, my parents were traditional in thinking that I should do, you know, maths and science and that sort of thing. So for me, going to uni was, even though it was hard and it's, you know, it's sort of a drag, but I look back and I just think they that math university, especially some of the teachers really helped with design thinking and the way that you think about things and so that would be my biggest thing would be my biggest tip would be go to uni so definitely i would say um you have to be prepared to work for free i know i did for about six months giving away free stuff on the weekends i know marty who i worked with for ages he i think worked for longer than me like 10 or 11 months for free um, just to get a foot in the door, just to get your face to the people that matter, like the like the people that hire you, the people that make all these, these decisions, to have your face in front of them like all the time is like critical because if there is a job that opens up, they'll think of you first. Um, so definitely be prepared to work for free. And to do that, I would um, I would suggest contacting every single radio station that you can that you live nearby. Um, that have a promotional team. It doesn't have to be in Auckland, but 
in any market in New Zealand, there'll be there'll be some kind of radio promotional team at some radio station there, whatever it is, and contact them. Ask to have a meeting, tell them that you're so enthusiastic, tell them that you're a yes person, you're, you're so prepared to work for free, you're keen to do whatever it takes to get a foot in the door. Radio bosses love not paying people. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so if they know that you're that you've got a great attitude, you're a yes person, you're enthusiastic, you love radio, you, you'll you'll you're willing to do whatever it takes to get a foot in the door, and that means working for free, then of course they'll say yes. They're like, shit, yeah, this person's gonna be representing our brand so well. They they love it. This they can't wipe the smile off their face, and they, and we don't need to pay them. Fuck yeah, come work as many days as you want. Like they'll love it. So I think that's what you need to do. Um, is get into the faces of, of the bosses at your local radio stations and just tell them that you're willing to work for free and don't give up. It can it can take a year or more, um, especially in the current climate. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next kind of 12 months or, you know, 24 months. I don't know when um, when it'll start to get back to normal, but the fact that you'll, you'll have the right attitude and you'll be that person that's always willing to help out is everything. I remember um, when I was working for free, um, back when I was younger, um, Sharon and Brad were on the night show at the time and they were doing this like, I think they called it Sauce Fest, where they they got heaps of Kiwi bands out in our like patio back at our old building and they were playing all this music and there was a sausage sizzle there the whole time. And I remember flipping sausages next to Leon, who was the boss of The Edge. And I was so fucking intimidated and scared. And I was like, don't screw this up. Like these are gonna be the best damn sausages you've ever made. Don't burn them, don't undercook them. There is so much writing on these sausages to be perfect. And um, and I was, <laughs> and, I, and, and he, must have, he must have noticed my good sausages. No, um, he, and I just started chatting to him and, and, and he could sense that I was so willing to do any work that I, that I possibly could for free. And I was so happy to do it. And, um, and I had the right attitude that as soon as a job came up, he wanted to help me. He helped me get that more FM job because, because he liked me and because I had the right attitude, I suppose. So um, even if it's not instant, the bosses, they'll help you out if, um, if you've got the right work ethic. So I think that's really important to know. Um, this is possibly a common one, but I think um, it's really important to take the time to really figure out who you are as an artist and what you want to say. Um, I know I've experienced it myself where you kind of get this rush of excitement because you've written a few things and you're on a roll and you just want to get it out there and be famous <laughs> and the click of a finger. But it's um, I can't I can't say enough how much it, how important it is just to really just slow down, like just really focus in on what you're writing, how you're performing, who you are. I think there's no rush to release an album, you know? I don't think anyone's sitting around expecting too much of you, especially if it's your first one. So you might as well really take the time you feel like you need um, to get it to get it all right, and that's from... Um, it's so cheesy, but like probably just to start and to actually just go out and do it, I think you have to not care what other people think. and. In a way, I find that a lot easier to do online through social media. I've been able to create kind of a mental separation between 
online and real life and if somebody ever did like message me and say like you know your prints are horrible like you know really horrible messages or comments and stuff like I can really differentiate myself from that and I think from not having myself personally on that page like yes my name is in the um you know like in the title and in the in the handle but it's just my art and I don't know I just don't think I think having a separation really helps but the advice I'd give is just to start to just do it don't worry about what other people think because I think you always wish that you'd started earlier when you get to kind of a stable stage and you've got a bit of a business going you always wish you'd started earlier because then you'd be a little bit further along in your journey than you are currently so yeah just do it and just enjoy it and have fun take photo of leaves <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> um take photos of your friends it just randomly just start taking photos of them doing weird stuff and that's how you start you just start by taking random photos that's how I started. You've just got to, if you find yourself getting excited over, over music and, and there's just something that's wired inside you that just like um, probes you to, to share music with other people and you find that connection with others easily through music, then do it. Like, and also if you're a female, like do it. And if you need any advice, I'm more than happy for you to contact me on any platform. <laughs> I just think like, um, it's such an exciting career choice and um, you know like go to the shows support the scene that's the most important thing first go and support the scene which means go to gigs go to shows go to festivals um, watch the DJs like really understand what they're doing and what makes them just so exciting to watch and then triple it by kind of creating your own your own version of it uh, Get yourself a starter kit, lock yourself away in your bedroom and, and, and practice. Like, just do it. Just do it. So much fun. Deals were done. All right, we'll hold you to that. Yeah. We'll speak to you in maybe 30 years. Hey, friends, talk to us. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, yeah, deal. Lives were made. Ah, oh, thanks, Mouse. And I'm excited to work with you here one day. It'll happen, girl. And history was created. Thank you very much. This has been my first ever podcast. I feel like. Really? Yeah, never like yeah, I've never been like a guest on a podcast before. This is quite cool. That's so exciting. Did you wanna <laughs> sign us off then? Oh god, how do I sign off a podcast? Um, I don't know. I'm kinda making things up as well. But the name of it is Project Creative, so you can make something up to do with that <laughs> if you like. <laughs> um Hey everyone, this has been uh, another fantastic episode of Project Creative. Come back next week, uh, with a more uplifting guest than myself. <laughs> I arrive early everywhere, like, except for this interview right now where I was late, and I'm sorry, Mouse. <laughs> A new one from Steph and new track from Jamie McDowell live. Every day I look in the mirror, discover me a new set of eyes. So I was kind of thinking of Botox, baby, a modern way to turn back time. Maybe I could add to my order Or it doesn't even work like that Ask the doctor if he can make me shorter So you can get your man hard back Are you gonna be like that? Ooh.
brings us to the very end of the final podcast for Project Creative 2020. Thank you so much for joining me on these 10 episodes with our amazing guests. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you learned something about maybe your creative field or another creative field that you might not have thought about before. I hope that you pursue your creative passions. One last time, here's Steph Monks to sign us off. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, and I know you could have been listening to the new Joe Rogan podcast with Miley Cyrus, but no, you chose to listen to us. And for that, we are grateful, we are thankful, and you have a great day. Goodbye. You've got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you.